Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Jolly Misfit Podcast. I have been gone for about a month unintentionally, but life happens. I actually um just been trying to deal with things that happen in life. And I don't believe in coming on here and giving half-ass or scripted podcast episodes. And I don't want to be on here crying every single episode. So I've been trying to, you know, just deal with some things. Um... I've been wanting to record quite often, but I don't want it to be rushed. I don't want it to be half-assed. I don't want it to feel scripted. I want to get on here and be able to be myself and express myself um, because that's one of the main purposes for the podcast, right? But I'm okay. I'm here, not going anywhere, at least not planning to. Um, well, I do plan to go places, but I don't plan to not have this podcast, though. I like it. It's my place of comfort. I realize that once I finish a recording and I share it, it's kind of like I feel a little, a little better. Um... So, as of today, I am five months and three weeks pregnant. I'm doing April. My baby is one pound and one ounce. I just went to the doctor last Monday. Today is Sunday, December 11th, by the way. It is six o'clock in the morning. And, um, yeah. So, yeah, baby's doing fine. I think I told you guys before it's a girl, so baby girl's doing fine. Um, other than that, I've been I've been going through some things, and I've really been trying to work on them within myself as well as outside of myself. Um, but you know, that's that on that. All right, so it's cold as hell where I'm at. I don't like that part, like pregnancy in the winter, but um, I also know pregnancy in the summer is not fun either. But yeah, it's cold. So I don't know if you guys can hear the little space heater in the background, but it's cold. I have the heat on. Um... Today, I kind of want to talk about a couple of things. I want to talk about, like, all right, so on Instagram, there's a video of a guy. I had to share it on my personal Instagram because it hit so hard for me. Like, basically, he's like, when certain people do things, certain things to you, you cannot come back from that. You cannot 
come back from doing or saying certain things. No matter how much the person smiles in your face and you might smile back or you might converse with them, it will never be the same because that person has shown you who they are and now that you know who they really are, you know how to deal with them and how not to deal with them. And when I watched it, I probably watched it like, uh, I don't even know the number. I watched it a whole lot of times consistently um, because I felt like he really snapped when he said that because it's so true. Like, I am a firm believer in even before he said that, that at least for myself, you say or do certain stuff to me. You ain't never. Mm-mm. I. Nope. You say or do certain stuff to me, especially if you're somebody that I consider close. You. You. Now you are. You have been removed from that close space. <clears throat> And I'm putting you in the category like a fucking stranger. What the hell is happening with my voice here? I don't know what's going on, but yeah, I'm putting you in the category with the stranger. Because apparently who I thought you were is not who you are. But perhaps the representative that you have been really good at portraying. <clears throat> but like... <clears throat> usually up talking at six in the morning but um yeah like you show me like it and it got when I say like not little stuff though sometimes little stuff can make you look at a person different you say or do like commit certain violations and I do not have in me um, that that level of forgiveness where you could bounce back from that and things go back to normal. Or I could make excuses for whatever you did, when you did it, why you... I don't have it in me to do that. Um, I'm going to cut you off. I'm not going to speak to you. My facial expression is going to say so much more than my mouth, even though my mouth might say some things that, you know, you might not want to hear because you want to hear what you want to hear. It seems like when people say or do messed up things to you, um, they don't like when you're upset. And they don't like when you act on that feeling of being upset or angry or hurt because it makes it uncomfortable for them, especially if they've gotten so comfortable with um, doing a certain thing to you or disrespecting you or using you or manipulating you. They don't like your response to be angry or upset or treat them different or talk to them different or not talk to them at all. 
uh, earlier this year, I had to, you know, end the friendship. I had to cut the cord on a sistership or someone that I considered like a sister. Um, I realized something that was done that was a clear violation of the girl code. And no, I feel like why should a person be able to do something to you and still have the same kind of access to you at that rate i feel like you should have no access to me because i don't know what else you're capable of because i didn't know you were capable of doing the thing that you did but now that i know i'm not taking the chance to figure out whatever fucked up thing you're capable of doing no absolutely not um i can say a moment I'm putting on lip gloss at 6 in the morning in the dark, but my lips felt dry. Um, for myself, the friends that I have, I, I cherish them. The people that I consider sisters, I uplift and cherish them because I'm not going to say I have a lot of, I don't have a lot of friends, but I guess compared to some, I don't have a lot of people that I consider friends because I don't feel like I have a lot of people that understand who I am as an individual. So those people that have taken the time to get to know me and understand me and how I think and how I move and the choices that I make, the people that understand where I come from, the people that understand my upbringing, the people that understand the places that I want to go and the things that I want to do, those people I hold in a very high regard. Very high regard. Um, it hurt me to, you know, say to myself, you can't fuck with this, this particular person anymore um, because she was somebody that has been or had been <coughs> a, a friend in my life since my first child was like she wasn't even one yet <laughs> she couldn't even sit up on her own um so you're talking about like 12 years of which what you consider to be a friendship and you know I realized after not speaking to her for a while Yo, this felt like a breakup. It really felt like, like I had moments where it felt like a breakup because I, I, I like, I very quickly sometimes had the urge to pick up the phone just to call her, check up on her kids. And then I remember, I fuck that. I'm not, fuck, hell no. Nope, won't do it. Um, Not opening up that door. Um, it is kind of like, you know, once a snake bites you why you want to go buy it again no but anywho the guy in the video I, I wish that I could find I mean y'all ask so somebody on social media like exactly who he is because it looks like he was on the Joe Budden's podcast I'm not familiar with who he is but I think I saw like a glimpse of Joe Budden's but um he definitely like 
he broke down exactly how I've always felt. Once you say and do certain shit, I don't give a fuck how you see me speak to you, if I speak to you, how you see me respond, if I laugh, that you can never come back. You can, you can never come back. What movie is that from? I don't know what fucking movie that's from. It's like a cartoon movie, but I'm, I'm, it'll come to me later. You cannot come back. Cannot. I refuse. And one of the things that I've been working on this past month that I haven't been podcasting is, um, how I, I want to say, execute or distribute or exercise forgiveness. I have spoken to different people from different walks of life, and everybody has a different opinion and perspective on forgiveness and why you should be forgiving. Um, and I'll take the good from each perspective, but I am not yet in a space where I can forgive a person for what I feel like they've done wrong to me and still have them in my space, especially having them in my space in the same capacity that they originally were. Like, to me, that is a no-go. I can't see that far, but, you know, that's that. Um, This year... I've had um, another individual of whom I never in a million years would have thought of, you know, would, in so many words, stab me in the back pushed me off a cliff, just, they did the absolute most, the most, and, um, showed me who I am to them, and who I am not, and that broke my spirit. Um, it it was so I was so blindsided by it that it really had a huge negative impact on my emotional health because it's like I didn't know that the person had that face hidden within them like I know everybody has many faces but you talk about a person rearing their ugly head like um, that person they did a thing (laughs) they did many things but they did a really big disservice and I'm gonna say at the time at the time like when I found out when it was fresh they did a huge disservice to myself it was it was it, it, it was um 
a huge disservice to myself because at the time I was the one in excruciating pain from like shock and disbelief that they were capable of doing that thing let alone to me but um I think I could be wrong I think that um at this point they're realizing they've done an even bigger disservice to themselves um and it made me want to come on here and talk about the things that people say and do to other people, how they treat people and how they mistreat people. Um, I try my best. I try my absolute best with intention to treat people right. I try my best to treat, especially good people, what? Now, if I feel like a person is not a good person or if I feel like they're a bad person, more than likely, I don't deal with them. I let them be who they are in their space. I'm not out here um, being a missionary to convert bad people into good people. Um, I'm not doing any of that. I let people be who they are because I know who I am. Um, and it it is very bothersome to know that, you know, I guess for me, it was like at this age, I'm 34. It's like at this age, um, you expect a certain level of honesty and integrity and respect uh, and all of that was thrown out of the window for nonsense in my opinion but you know now I'm at a space where I will never see that person in the same light again Someone that I held up in a, a a pretty bright regard as a good person because I saw their intentions in a lot of different instances and scenarios. Um, we had grown very close, uh, bonded, talked about all types of things, um, helped each other sort through different challenges pushed each other when, you know, we might have felt like giving up on certain, you know, like, really built what I thought was a solid friendship or relationship, and when I tell you, you know, you really, you don't really know people, and that's okay. But, um, you know, my, my issue was uh, once you say or do certain things, certain things ain't no coming back, Jack. <laughs> ain't no coming back. Once you get to the point where you're delivering low blows 
you're jabbing me and poking me in the gut like you mean to cause me pain you know you're saying some messed up muffed up stuff like once you get to that point mm -mm, i'm not going to give you another opportunity to do it again therefore i have to limit how you're in my space in my life um for me it got to a point where I had to cut all ties of commun all lines of communication between myself and this individual because it you know some friendships you try to repair, some relationships you try to repair, but you can't repair some broken, messed up stuff. Or you can't repair a crack in the foundation with bullshit. And what's the point in attempting to repair something if you're repairing it with lies and just, ah, fuck that. Cut off. Don't speak to me. Um, it, I, I take certain things really personal because... I don't open up to everybody. I don't trust people. I don't care for a lot of people in my space. But one thing's for certain, two things for sure. I don't really open up to people like that. Not many people care for me to open up to them anyway because, you know, I'm a little weird to them. I do things different. My upbringing was different. My viewpoint is different. My opinion is different. Um, Everything about me is different. I don't fit into normal categories. Um, hence the name of the, the podcast, The Jolly Misfit. But I, you know, I, my, my perspective on a lot of things is very different. And it's, you know, I have conversed with many different people, but it takes like you it takes time to understand someone that's so different. And I value those friendships and those people that have taken the time to get to know me as well as I value those people for giving me the opportunity to get to know them and their greatness. So the circle of friends and people I consider sisters and brothers that I have when something goes wrong between me and another person it you know it could be a bit bothersome because I in order for me to be close to them I had to let them in my space I let them in my space because it's somebody I felt like I could trust and when that trust is you know, betrayed. Mm-mm. No. Um, so, you know, hearing, again, going back to the snippet video from Instagram, when I heard the way that the guy was talking, like, I really have to figure out how I could find out who he is and what episode that was. But, 
it really slapped. Like it, it really hit. I understood every word that he was saying, how he said it. Every I understood everything. I understood everything because I am that type of individual. Once you say certain shit, <clears throat> nope, can't you can't you can't never come back to the same place. I never trust you the same. But um, another thing that I wanted to talk about, right? It had been on my mind. Um, it's a little different. So my maternal grandparents both are born, well, not born, but raised in North New Jersey, right? My grandmother is the daughter of a preacher. My grandfather is not. <laughs> my grandfather was, you know, uh, I'm not going to call him a hoodlum, but he was outside, basically. Um, long story short, I have heard just about the same story from my grandfather that I heard from my grandmother, where my grandmother and my grandfather they had had my mom who's the oldest and my aunt and um my grandfather being young and having the mindset that he had like the world revolved around him he had it like that he could do what he want when he wanted how he wanted um and my grandmother being the pleasant quiet church girl that you know didn't give him no hard time tried to be a good person and he just took advantage of that um so as the story was explained and told to me from both of them at different times on different occasions my grandfather worked for the city of Newark let's say I think I would hear he'd have to get up at six in the morning Maybe like five or six in the morning. I know it was early hours, I was told. Six in the morning, let's say. He'd have to be to work. He might get off of work three, four o'clock. He goes out drinking, hanging out at bars and whatever else he was doing. Um, he wouldn't come back in the house until about two in the morning. Drunk. My grandmother uh, would work take care of the kids, have to get up early to get on the bus to take them where they needed to go so she can get to work. Like, it's a lot. Uh, my grandfather explained to me that my grandmother wouldn't say much. She would just stand there and look. She never argued. She never put her hands on them. None of that. Um, he said, uh, I don't know, maybe he came in the house one day and I don't know if she looked at him or at this point she did say something like where were you or some, something to that effect and he said something like um, at some quote he had like I'm 9 plus 2 or it's something that he used to say back in the day I can't quite remember but basically like you know you talking to I'm such and such so he says that to her and he said she looked at him with a blank face and said okay he didn't think much of it because he thought, you know, where's she going? What's she going to do? 
she gonna be here, you know, that type of mindset. Um, one day he leaves, and he comes back, she ain't there. Kids ain't there, clothes packed up, everything gone. He's running around everywhere, calling my great-grandmother, great-grandfather. She ain't there and never went back. He could not find her for the longest time. When I talked to my grandmother, she told me, she's the one that told me that he would leave out at like six in the morning, wouldn't come back until two, she'd hardly see him, he wasn't there to help with the kids, always came back drunk, um, after a while, she just got tired of it. She packed the kids up, packed the clothes up, and she said she never stayed in one place too long. She was with different family members and friends because she didn't want him to be able to pop up and just pick her up. I never heard anything about domestic violence between my grandparents, so I don't want it to sound like she was afraid of what he might do to her, but I think it was more so of avoiding any type of confrontation but my grandmother told me uh you know that's what she did she never went back um my grandfather i've heard from his own mouth you know he didn't realize who my grandmother was until he didn't have her anymore um it hurt him to know that he was coming home to an empty home. No one could fix their face to say anything negative or bad about my grandmother because he wasn't having it, especially because he fucked up the way he fucked up. And to this day, he will tell you that my grandmother taught him a lesson. Uh, He thought that he was bigger than the world at the time. Um, didn't think that she would leave, didn't think she would take the kids, and she left. Now, he will also tell you about um, his wife now. They've been married over, I want to say, maybe, I know they've been married over 20-something years, maybe 30-something, I don't, I'm not sure. Love Miss Christine to death. That's my other grandmother. Um, love her to death. Uh, but she is a no-nonsense type of woman. Um, My grandfather has told me stories of how he thought he was going to say what he wanted to say to her, and she cut him. He thought another time he was going to say what he wanted to say to her, and she cracked him in the head with a cast iron skillet. Another time, she he thought he was going to do what he wanted to do, and she laid her hands on him ever so nicely. In his conversation, he will tell you about how both women are different, and both women taught him different lessons. Um, in my opinion, the way that my grandfather's personality is set up a passive person he cannot handle someone like my grandmother he cannot handle because he he, maybe the lack of self-control maybe I don't know like it's 
it's too 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 easy for him to do what he wants to do but his wife miss christine is kind of like i fucking dare you i will hurt you and i think um with the way his personality is set up you know that's the type of personality that works for him to be in a relationship a marriage long time um I'm saying all of that to say like I've learned over the years that in that way I have definitely taken after my grandmother um I've let a lot slide a whole lot slide uh I've been in relationships where people feel like because you're not cracking them upside the head because you're not fighting them be- bleaching their clothes because you're not even arguing um that they can just say and do whatever and you'll always be there you'll always love you'll always look past you'll always turn the other cheek and I also remember my grandfather's perspective of when you think like that you get away with so much in the moment but later the tables turn and you realize what you've lost and I've been in relationships where while the other person wanted to do what they wanted to do they were having a blast a blast and later when that blast was over they realized damn damn you know um but I've also realized from myself um like recently I was saying to myself I kind of wish I was a little different I know I am who I am and how I am for my own reasons but I guess after a while you just get tired of people trying to take your kindness for weakness or taking advantage of your kindness or just feeling like they can do whatever they want to do because you'll be there because you know initially you try to give a person a chance or you give them many chances but in the process it wears you down it wears you out and I just, I don't know, like, I wish that I could find a happy medium between my grandmother and my other grandmother, my grandfather's wife, Miss Christine, to where I could make a point without having to argue or say much but also make a point by being very firm. (laughs) Um, I don't know about, I don't know that I could be, well, all right, we're all capable of doing many things, right? But I don't know that I necessarily want to have to crack a man in his head with the skillet or cut him for him to act right or do right. But my point being is I wish that I could walk that fine line between both women 
Um, and maybe for all I know, I am, and I just don't see it. I don't know. But I just feel like, you know, my grandfather's wife, my other grandmother, and my grandmother, um, they are very beautiful, strong women that have um, their own stories. they have gone through their own trials and tribulations in their own right uh, it's just one chooses to deal with things in a way that is much different than the other um, but I wanted to mention that because I've noticed that some people, they only act right under like dysfunctional circumstances or when you acting crazy or, you know, I don't know. I guess I just was having one of those moments where it's like, yo, why do you have to be a straight nut for a person to respect you why can't you just be yourself like but if a person can't handle who you are they just can't handle who you are and some people will mishandle you and that's where the problem comes in um but i just wanted to share those things um I'm going to try to make up for the missed time because it has been a whole month, Um, but I'm going to try to make up for the missed time. It is now 6.35. I'm a little sleepy, (laughs) but I will be back and I definitely want to say thank you so much for listening to me rant and rave here on this Jolly Misfit podcast. Um, I hope you have a great day, phenomenal week, a blessed end of the year, and until next time, ciao.